0: everybody, and welcome to a special episode of Bottle Crow. I'm Colin Detmar.
1: And I'm John Aniska.
0: I told you I'd get him, or that I would figure it out by myself. <laughs> I mean, uh, like,
1: I, I, I loaded up the patch note, the notes, and I was just immediately like, Nope, I need to talk about this. Oh, God, yes.
0: Yes, you do. Uh, so, the patch notes for 6.86 our favorite new Dota patch are upon us, um, and it's also up on the Dota 2 test, if you want to test anything out yourselves. We're going to go over the patch notes that interest us. If we did all the patch notes, this would be a four-hour podcast, and it's probably going to be too long as it is.
1: There are people who already do that. You don't need to go for, to us for that. Like, there there literally are people who go through every single thing, go to YouTube, they exist.
0: Yeah. <sighs> but I do want to say, before we get into this just real quick, 6.85, hell of a patch. Really enjoyed it.
1: Hell of a patch. Hopefully this will just be better. Though, it's gonna be very different on the competitive scene.
0: Yeah. So, okay, the first big thing, of course, is Arkwarden. Our new hero. Johnny, you played Dota 1. Did you leave before Arkwarden showed up?
1: Yeah, I did. I have heard that Arc Warden is OP.
0: They nerfed him a bunch in bringing him to Dota 2. Um, I don't know if that's... He might still be OP. I played with him a bunch on Dota 2 Test uh, yesterday and today. I played maybe two hours of him. He's really fun.
1: He has a weird set of abilities. I haven't tried him. I haven't booted up Dota 2 Test yet. So... Mm. But just reading it, like, I don't... There's not a lot of true line, like, mechanically that there's one thing he
0: does. No, and that's part of what makes him interesting. Like, even if you look at, like, his recommended items that Valve have written for him, and I'm sure the community will do a better job of, but um, if you look at his recommended items, it's, like, it's split between sort of a split-pushing style and a more uh, combat-focused style. Hmm. One thing is that he's like Tinker, right? You want items that have use functions and cooldowns on that guy. So we should talk about his abilities real quick. Um, I'm sure if you've been really interested in this guy, you've looked elsewhere, so we'll make it fast. Um, his Q is a debuff that he casts on the target that does damage over time and also a slow, but the um, it stops having the cooldown, like the duration st- continues to tick down no matter what, but if the enemy gets within a certain proximity of another enemy unit, the damage and the slow stop.
1: They're, they they stop until you're no longer in near.
0: right, but yeah, the duration like it, is ticking down the whole time
1: yeah it it it's not it's just muted it's not it doesn't get removed
0: right, so but it's it, just a it's just a call out spell yeah um his w is it is a ground targeted a o e and for a few seconds, any heroes standing in the area have one hundred percent evasion. And increased attack speed.
1: So how big is this area?
0: A little bit smaller than call down. It's pretty big. Wow,
1: okay. That's good.
0: It's very good. Yes. Ooh. It doesn't work on units or units controlled by the hero. So, like, one thing I have seen some people do is they've gone, like, Necronomicon on this guy. Which makes a lot of sense because you mm-hmm. split, like, because... We'll get to his ultimate, but his ultimate means you can have two sets of Necronomicon units at once, but they're not going to get the bonus from this. Okay. Um, his E is Spark Wraith, which is, other than his ultimate, probably his most iconic ability. Um, it has very good range, not global, but pretty darn good. Um, and what he does is he casts a like a ghost that will basically haunt an area. Um the enemy can see the ghost and even the little like area of effect. Like there's a like there's a little there's a it's a good visual, but there's a circle that indicates like if you step inside this, this ghost is gonna get pissed. <laughs> um It takes three seconds to activate from when you cast it. So there's delay, you can't just instantly like drop one. But the cooldown is four seconds. So if you know where someone is gonna be, you can drop two of them real quick very easily.
1: What's the duration like?
0: Fifty seconds.
1: Okay, so if you're setting something up, you can set it up real good.
0: Yes. But also, the enemy can see how well you've set it up, right?
1: Yeah. Like, it's, I, not,
0: it's not invisible or hidden or anything. It's I assume they clear.
1: see it when they have normal vision on it.
0: Yes. Um, and basically, the way it works is if you walk inside the AoE, this ghost will kamikaze you. Now, it will only kamikaze one person, and it could be a creep, so, you again, like his Q, you need to isolate a person or, or you know, have two targets that you want to hit. But, in my limited experience playing bots in the test realm, it's pretty good. Um, now, his ultimate is, of course, the thing that makes him him. Um, he sacrifices some HP and mana to temporarily have a second one of himself. That means he gets all spells, he gets mana and HP, he can use all of his items, and they all have their own cooldowns. He also copies all buffs he has. I don't know if... Yeah. I, well, all permanent buffs. I don't know about temporary buffs.
1: He seems... Like, that That ability seems like it could get real fucking crazy.
0: It totally can, and they're, like... That is, if you want to know why he it took so long to release mechanically, they had a lot of bugs to fix. And then they kept introducing new bugs, right? Like, if you think yeah. about how long they've been working on this hero, it's like, okay, we're almost done. Oh, shit. We added Moonshard and fucking Alchemist Ags. Alright, we gotta fix that bug. Um, so, And I actually haven't tested how they fix that bug, but we'll I, see.
1: Ima- I imagine they won't let you consume Moonshard on the copy to the main one. Like, no. That, that would be insane.
0: Right. But if your main one has a moonshard when you split, I'm pretty sure your, new, your clone gets moonshard as well. Oh, probably. Like the buff. Um, that wasn't how it was before this patch. Like The data existed. People were making test versions of, of Zet the Ark Warden, and being like, this doesn't work. You need to fix this, Valve.
1: You need to fix this hero that is in development and isn't enabled because they know it doesn't work. Yes, thank you for the feedback.
0: <laughs> I mean, it's still useful feedback. Maybe they know they need to fix it, but people testing stuff that isn't out yet can be useful. Um, mm. but yeah, like he can be played as a split pusher. He can be played as a as a really strong team fighter, especially with that evasion zone. Um, he can be played as a really aggressive ganker. He's a really interesting hero, and he's fucking fun. I had a good goddamn time playing that guy. (laughs) Also, I want to note, I don't know if you're familiar with the Dota 2 Reporter YouTube series, Johnny.
1: I am slightly, not very.
0: It recently uh, stopped because the creator is just having a hard time living off of that money, which is completely understandable, and I I hope things go well for him in the future. But one nice thing is that apparently Valve noticed as well because one of Arc Warden's lines upon killing someone is a shout out to the Dota 2 reporter's slogan, you need to just accept this and move on. That's cool. Which is also a good line.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah it is.
0: Um, But we've got a ton of stuff to talk about and that was a lot of time yeah. spent on Arc Warden. God, this is so... going to be a long podcast. Let's get
1: some of the smaller stuff over with. They've done a bunch of quality of life changes, like, the big one here is that if you disconnect or the game crashes while there's a new patch being deployed, the game will be like, hold on, he is still technically in a match, and not download the patch for you, so you can yeah. get back in.
0: That one is it's really appreciated.
1: Uh, they've done a bunch with the men uh, with the menu UI. I don't think any of that is
0: worth going into detail. Uh, I will over. just mention real quick they promised uh, they promised hero stats when they first announced Reborn. It seems they're actually trying to do it now.
1: Yeah, like, it's been a, it's been a, the worst kept secret in the world that Reborn wasn't finished when they said it was finished. Yeah. Uh, they added an AoE targeting cursor for wards, so you can see how big the area it will cover is. Brilliant, finally, fucking, uh, already, thank you.
0: Yeah, that's really great. Yeah. Um, I wonder, I didn't test it, I wonder if it will show areas where your line of sight is blocked. I doubt it. I doubt Um, that as well, but... And they added random draft to rank matchmaking. They made some changes, like bigger hero pool, better picking phase that's more like all pick in ranked, but... What?
1: Great. Love it.
0: I I do too, but that's really strange.
1: I mean, they used to have band draft, for fuck's sake, so... Band draft that. makes
0: perfect sense, though. Like, I, I almost wish they would add that again. Yeah, I but... liked
1: band draft. I'm really sad that they removed that.
0: Anyway, uh, cosmetic changes... Um we got we got Desert Terrain, boys.
1: Yeah I mean yeah, yeah. Dude, that's pretty cool,
0: but Yeah, it's hard to get excited. Um <laughs> The new Zeus model that they added looks dope.
1: Yeah, and the Zeus Arcana looks cool as shit as well.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I spent a like you can try it out in the test realm if you want to fuck around in the training mode with uh with the Zeus Arcana and it's pretty cool. Um so let's get on to some map changes These there's are a new, really big huh? Yeah, there's a new rune
1: And it's suddenly Like this might be the most powerful rune All of a sudden
0: I got it Okay, it's the arcane rune It's for spellcasters well, It it's... reduces Well Okay it, like It's like ha- double damage rune is for right clickers Yes, a, a spellcaster can get it And use it But like this is so it reduces mana costs by fifty percent and all your cooldowns by thirty percent for fifty seconds. When I was playing my bot game with Arc Ward and I got one of these, I killed three people. (laughs) It's (laughs) fucking ridiculous. I,
1: I, I I imagine it will be good on a wide range of heroes.
0: Yes. I I think so as well. I mean I don't I don't think there are gonna be a lot of people who are gonna be upset to see it. Even, Ma- Im- but,
1: Im- imagine yeah. like
0: uh, storm spirit.
1: Yeah, early game storm spirit. <laughs> before he has it, it, before he has all the mana he wants, he can just pick this up and like. Well, now I do. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's yeah. It's it's also a reason for people to keep their bottle longer, right? Like yeah. once you got past the mid game, bottle was one of the first items you ditched, and now like for spellcasters, and now it's like no, that's too good to ignore. Um, hmm. another map change they made is that they gave a stacking magical resistance aura to the little centaur and little hellbears from the jungle camp it's 20% to creeps but if you mind control it you can get 5% to heroes
1: hmm.
0: obviously that 5% to heroes that's not great, Chen's not going to care helm dominator cr- people aren't really going to care what it's really there for is for when you stack camps for your shadow fiend to fucking raise down and suddenly everything in it has 80% magic resistance. Yeah. It, Get fucked, Shadowfiend. <laughs> this,
1: this, this is a nerf to Shadowfiend, as well as anyone else who would use magic damage to, to uh, kill large stacks. Easily. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and I think that's a really great change, honestly, just because the comeback factor on mid for anybody who had magic AoE was just too good. Like, it didn't matter how badly you beat Shadow Fiend in lane, if he had a bunch of stacks to go back to that his supports had prepared for him, he'd be back in the game immediately.
1: Yeah, it's almost like you'd have to also, as a, as a matter of playing against him, make sure that they don't get to stack too much.
0: Yeah. Um, so, they made a lot of, like, literal changes to the map, too, though. Like, the, the physical arrangement of it. Yep. Um, and one of those is that it's impossible to cliff people now.
1: Specifically, the...
0: If you throw someone on a cliff, they could just walk away. Yeah. Because every single cliffing spot, you can walk to and from.
1: Every single one?
0: Every one that I tested, and I tested a lot.
1: Uh, the, the ward spot, spot near Radiant bottom lane?
0: Yes, and the turtle spot.
1: And turtle spot. The, the dire bottom lane?
0: Yep. And the dire uh, top lane near the jungle, like I tested a lot.
1: There's two of them there, near, near the dire. Like there's one near the dire t- tier three and one near the tier two. No, uh, tier one and tier two. I mean,
0: I didn't test the one near the tier two, but like every every one that I've checked, you can walk to and from somehow.
1: Wow. Okay, that's bigger than I than I gathered from reading.
0: Yeah, it's pretty big. Um, I, I kept trying to cliff myself and was unable to.
1: My so. my understanding is that they've changed the radiant jungle quite a bit as well.
0: Yes. Um. So they're like they've moved some camps around. They've added a lot more little patches of trees. So it has a lot more of a claustrophobic vision feel, like the dire jungle. Um. And also there are, is a new staircase from the sort of the lower level of the forest to the upper level around where the old, um... behind tier 2 bottom ward spot used to be?
1: Yeah, I'm looking at that now. Does it mean that that ward spot doesn't work anymore?
0: I mean... I think it works, but it works differently. Hmm. Um... And, and also... And
1: ward spot was too good the early game, so if, it yeah. works, if it's worse now, that's fine.
0: And also, there is a new ramp up into the Radiant Jungle from the jungle... or from the river... And they mention specifically that it's positioned so that if you're farming, it won't pop the smoke of someone walking up that ramp.
1: <laughs>
0: that was something they called out by name in the patch notes. And that's kind of terrifying.
1: <laughs> yeah. that That's thats the level of, like, dumb, uh, dumb little eventuality that you need to design for in a game as complex as Dota 2.
0: <laughs> and, like, it's really worth noting, like, even if you were dire, the Radiant Jungle always felt more safe to farm. Yeah. And that's gone now. And that's good. Yeah. I'm glad. Yeah. I uh, The dire side really didn't change very much. And I'm wondering how this is going to work out. Um. Oh, we forgot to mention also there's a new jungle camp near the secret shop. Yes. Um, and in com- combination with that, we're also getting every... um creep upgrade cycle, which is every 7 minutes and 30 seconds. Every creep is worth one more gold than they used to be.
1: Meaning, like, these are... This is not a huge change by any means, but this is another small push to try to reduce the amount of time that you need to spend farming later on in the game.
0: And I also think, like, the jungle camp near the secret shop is really... How many times do you walk to the secret shop and you're like, I'm 100 gold away. Yeah. Fuck.
1: Yeah. I mean, that, that, that might be part of it, but I imagine a lot of it is just them being like, we need to be careful, but let's push this a little bit more.
0: Mm-hmm. So let's get on to some new items.
1: Items.
0: And also there will be item changes, but the first is the new item, Fairy Fire, which is um, 75 gold, it gives you plus 2 damage, and if you eat it, you get 75 HP instantly. It's an HP mango, it seems kind of shitty to me.
1: Yeah, I don't know, like, I mean, it could be decent if you just want something to, like, if you just need a little bit more last hit damage early game to win mid or something.
0: I guess. It It seems pretty lousy. I, I like, you know, that's like, IceFrog's okay. way. I'm, I, would, I would prefer Ice Frog create something too weak than too strong.
1: So if if we're we're doing the numbers like uh, one GG stick gives you one damage. It gives you to to all stats, of course. But if you're trying to maximize the damage, that gives you one. So if you have uh, if you have spent most of your gold and you just want to fill up the rest of your slots with extra damage, this could be a better uh, a better way to do that.
0: That's true. But also, the GG stick gives you a little more HP and a little more. Yeah. You know,
1: yeah. Totally, it's situational, so, but sure. I, I I think this could be useful for some heroes.
0: The next new item could definitely be useful for some heroes.
1: Yeah, uh, one of them is named Huskar.
0: <laughs> one of them is named Sniper Johnny.
1: Yeah, that too. Fuck. <laughs>
0: uh, the new item is called the Dragon Lance. You make it out of an ochre club and a quarter staff, and it is t- plus ten strength, plus ten attack speed, plus ten damage. And plus 130 attack range. Only on ranged heroes, and you can't stack it. But.
1: So, th- this is. A, th- the sniper comment is assuming that uh, this stacks with his passive that increases the attack range. It does. It does. Okay. Um, I have loved hope. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you, um, Ice Rock.
0: <laughs> and also, you can disassemble it. So, if late game, you're like, no, what I actually need is a BKB, just break this thing in half and get a BKB. (laughs) Yeah. Get a BKB butterfly for all I care. Um, God. Next item is also fucked. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It's the Aether Lens. You make it out of an energy booster, ring of health, and cloak. It's 250 mana, 8 HP regen, 15 magic resistance, plus 200 cast range on your spells, and plus 8% damage on those spells.
1: So, um, spell damage boost has been a thing that other MOBAs have done before, and I'm, as a rule, not a fan of that creeping into, into Dota, but this is such a slight thing that, like, Slight? Are you high? 8%?
0: 8%? Okay. Like...
1: Most most times you buy an item to increase your damage output or, or in any way. It's gonna be by more than
0: 8%. Sure.
1: It's not the spell damage part that is terrifying here.
0: That's true. That's true.
1: It's the plus 200 cast range. That's the part that's really fucking scary.
0: <laughs> now, one thing I haven't tested but that i notice is that on dragon lance it says this does not stack and on aether lens it does not say that i'll test this i would this.
1: hope that it does not stack because holy shit
0: i would hope so as well i will test it that's that could be really scary um so Um, It's worth noting that it improves the cast range. It doesn't ever improve, like, the AoE size of things. Like, if you're casting, like, well, one thing is if you're casting a spell out from yourself, it's not going to affect that at all. But also, if you're casting uh, Frost Nova, or Crystal Nova, what is the spell, Hmm. Crystal Maiden's Q?
1: I think that's Crystal Nova.
0: Okay, if you're casting Crystal Nova, you can cast it further away, but the size of the AoE will be the same.
1: Well, but there is an exception here because AoE spells such as Venomous Gale will have a longer travel distance. Sure. Anything
0: that is active for the whole time, that's going to make it better at that.
1: So, like, Venomous Gale, Burrow Strike, um, Impale.
0: Power Shot.
1: Yeah, that too. Um...
0: Anyway, um, the next new item is oh, the...
1: fuck, like... Uh, your... Johnny,
0: Johnny, R- I know. Rubik,
1: Bo- like, <laughs> Rubik's le- levitate is going to be terrifying.
0: And it, what if it'll affect every spell he steals? Get this on get this on Rubik. Oh my god, I didn't think of that until just now. That's so exciting.
1: Yeah. Okay, uh, let's move. we need to move on. We need to move uh,
0: on. I tried. <laughs> you brought me yeah, back Yeah, in. yeah, I know, uh, I know. Iron Talon is a new item formed from the Quelling Blade, Ring of Protection, and a Recipe. It provides plus two armor, quelling blade uh, damage bonuses, and its active allows you to uh, remove forty percent of the HP of a creep. That ancients don't count. The cooldown is fourteen seconds, and you can also still use it to chop down trees or wards. Hmm. Um, I don't know what to think about this one.
1: I neither do I. Like I, I don't. Is there anyone who needs Jungle Farm enough to buy this who also needs the active?
0: I don't know anyone needs the... Well, okay. Here's one use case that I saw. Fuck Darkseer. He he puts fucking Ion Shell on some piece of shit. You use the active on it to cut it down to 60% HP and you kill it much faster because Ion Shell's a nightmare. But also, like, for jungling, like... The hill troll priest has a lot of goddamn HP. I want to say it's fourteen hundred.
1: Okay, so the the thing the thing to note here, like the the thing to keep in mind, is of course that this is cheap. This is a five hundred gold item total.
0: Yeah, so I can see people using it in the early game for jungling to get yeah. started.
1: Like pe- people who get a Quelling Blade and won't get a, a Fury might get this.
0: Well, but the other thing to consider is it's five hundred gold total. You start with six twenty-five. you could buy this in a set of tangos, and you're good to jungle.
1: Yeah, sure. Yeah, okay, this could be interesting.
0: Um, you can't use it on ancients, and yeah, it's... It seems like a jungling item, specifically. Um, but there were also some interesting changes made to items. There were a bunch of cost changes and stuff that we don't want to get into, as I say. We want to talk about the big changes, because we don't want to be here all day. The Hood of Defiance now has an active ability that creates a 325 magic damage shield on your hero for 12 seconds.
1: It's the single target version of Pipe.
0: (laughs) Yes, which makes sense and is also great. And I wonder what the effect on it looks like. Uh, The iron branch can now be consumed to place a small, fancy little tree for 20 seconds.
1: This is gonna be real great for anyone who likes to juke.
0: <laughs> it's gonna be real great for anyone who likes to juke. You can eat it with a tango for double health regen. Yeah. You can shackle shot to it.
1: You can. And the reason the reason that's okay is that by the point where uh, where Shackle Shot is terrifying enough that that it wouldn't be okay, Wind won't have space for any iron branches.
0: <laughs> and also you're consuming it to do this. That's just like you know Yeah,
1: but yeah, but, like, if you had the space, like, if you could do this as a farmed uh, windranger without giving up a, an item slot to it, it would be absurd. Because 50 gold is easily worth just being able to plant a fucking tree and shackle shot to
0: it. It's also, you have really small cast range on this. Yeah. But I see your point. Um, also, of course, I mean, you could use it for Timbersaw's Q, you could use it for... uh Hmm. I no. I was gonna say you could use it for Treant's axe, but it would just fall apart after twenty seconds, so that'd be pointless. Um,
1: yeah, I. It's gonna have some cool uses, but mostly it's just if you have an iron branch, you're trying to use someone, you can use this.
0: Mm-hmm. Or block someone out of your fountain. It takes yeah. three trees to block someone out of your fountain. <laughs> um. So the orb of venom is no longer a unique attack modifier. I feel like we've been seeing the gradual death of the unique attack modifier.
1: I, I feel like they, they are trying to remove it as a mechanic because it's just a, whole, it's just a balance holdover from Warcraft 3 where it was a mechanical necessity. Mm-hmm. And that's fine. That they chose to do it to Orb of Venom specifically right now is a bit weird to me because it's like, do you need to encourage people to buy more of these? Yeah,
0: like people are buying those on like any support who wants to fight early. Yeah. Um Rod of Atos got a uh it got a slightly longer cooldown from ten seconds to twelve. Hmm. But that's to trade off for the fact that it now has an additional effect um the target it's the the way they phrase this is weird it says cripple now grants a- units that attack the target 40% accuracy what they mean is if you attack someone who has been rod of a you have a 40% chance for true true strike for a yeah. guaranteed hit it,
1: it's a it's a real weird phrasing but
0: and also it'll be real weird to see in effect like, if you have someone who's thirty percent evasion chance and you've got forty percent accuracy, do they can't? Does that the accuracy completely cancel it out, or is it just two rolls of the dice, or what?
1: That they wrote it like this makes me feel like they they might be thinking of giving this to more items.
0: Yeah, I think they might, and I, I want to see exactly how it works before I say anything. But that could be cool, hero. Balance changes.
1: So first off, I want to note like the big things here. The first the, the first thing of note here, I feel, is that we have several heroes that are suddenly going to not be in Captain's mode, and they are going to be fucking relevant. Death Prophet is no, not in Captain's mode. Doom is not in Captain's mode. Uh, Earth Spirit is in Captain's mode. Faceless Void is not in Captain's mode. Lone Druid is not in Captain's Mode. Oracle is in Captain's Mode. Riki is not in Captain's Mode. Terrorblade is. And Winter Wyvern is removed from Captain's Mode.
0: It's... We'll get to it, but it's weird to me that they removed Winter Wyvern when all they did was make her trash. Sure, I but... I really but... hate her changes. <laughs> But we'll I, get to I, that. I
1: feel like that they are removing it because they are going to give her something else in the future to make up for this.
0: But you don't remove someone for being too weak. That's no, not a problem.
1: The, the, you remove someone because they are currently in active experimental
0: development. I guess. Um, so, okay, our first change that I want to talk about real quick is just that Batrider Bat gets a big buff to his base HP regen... And uh, his Flame Break mana cost is a little better at lower levels. He's going to be a more effective offlaner now.
1: Yeah, that's, that's a huge HP regen increase.
0: Uh, Bristleback now has a uh, Scepter upgrade so that Nasal Goo is no longer targeted. It's just an AoE that hits everyone. Yeah, also, mana cost, is down. Uh, mana cost is down on that. And also Quill Spray max damage is increased.
1: I, 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 that, that Nasal Goo with Scepter is gonna be real cool.
0: <laughs> yeah, Bristleback is, now seems like, one of the best offlane carries in the game. Just sort of looking at it on paper. Yeah. Um,
1: I, I, I just like that Nasal Goo Manacross reduced from 30 to 25. Such <laughs> <yeah>. small numbers.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, So Chen uh, has more base strength. Penitence mana cost was reduced from 100 to 70, and its duration doesn't scale. It's always 8%. Or 8 seconds, not 8%. So he just got a really strong laning presence. And I think that's going to be, like, 8 seconds of slow and increased magic damage on a target for 70 mana is very good.
1: Yeah, like, and the, the getting getting what, just one value level in Penitence early is going to be super powerful. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, Clockwork we don't need to talk about much, except for the fact that power cogs are now going to spawn in a circle rather than a rectangle. I didn't have a chance to test this out, but what?
1: Hopefully this fixes a problem that there's always been with clockwork and it being hard to know for sure if someone will spawn inside or outside of the cogs. Mm. That's been a problem specifically with Dota's version of this. Heroes of Newark's version of this character never had that problem. It was always super clear. And I'm, I'm glad that they are looking at it.
0: Yeah, if that is, I can see uh, that.
1: If that is what they're, they're doing. Also, thinking about it now, Heroes of New Earth's version spawned in a circle. So maybe that <laughs> literally is it.
0: <laughs> maybe. Um, Dark Seer, less base intelligence, and Ion Shell is now purgeable. Because, boy, this hero has been too powerful in the meta. Yeah. Pretty much that simple. Um. Dazzle, uh, they reduced the mana cost on Poison Touch, but in- increased it on Shallow Grave. Um, and also increased the cast point, and also Weave doesn't provide uh, Flying Vision anymore. Just a bunch of little nerfs, hoping to make him less of a no-brainer pick Yeah. in pro meta.
1: And looking at this, I don't think there's anything here that kills him. He will just be less good.
0: Yeah, I originally read the uh, Shallow Grave cast point being from 0.1 to 0.35, it's 0.3 to 0.35. That's not that big a change.
1: Yeah. It's just going to be a little bit harder to do those last millisecond saves.
0: Mm-hmm. So, Death Prophet. She doesn't have Witchcraft anymore. Yeah. Ba- but basically, all of those buffs are now just baseline for her.
1: Because it's just, it's just a passive that you take to make your other abilities work.
0: <laughs> yeah. So... Yeah, she just basically has Witchcraft all the time now without putting points in, which means that her movement speed is better, her Crypt Swarm cooldown is better, Silence cooldown is better, and Exorcism has more ghosts. And just it, like before, basically.
1: This, this seems like it's a thing that Ice Frog wants to do. Remove the passives that are just this passive makes your other abilities do the things that they should do.
0: Yeah, because those things, those are dumb. Um in its place she has a new ability called Spirit Siphon which is like it seems like it's kind of like Pugna's drain only it's not channeled I guess so I guess it's more like mechanically it will function I guess more like Razor's Tether Yeah. you link to a target drain their HP not crazy fast but decently fast and slow their movement speed for 4 seconds and it has it's charge based you can yeah. have four charges of this.
1: If, like can you have more than one active at a time?
0: I don't know. I have not tested that.
1: If you can, that's going to get really interesting with her alt.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's going to it's going to have some some effects. I'm going to guess no, but I have yet to test it. Cuz there's mm. been a lot of stuff to test.
1: <laughs> so Colin,
0: uh-huh.
1: Remember a few days ago when we were complaining about level death in Slack and how they should remove it?
0: And remember how I said he should replace it with an autocast ability? Yeah. I literally said that.
1: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) They replaced level death with an autocast ability.
0: Yeah, called Infernal Blade. Um, I envisioned it being ranged. It's not, and probably that's right. I was just trying to do the same thing that level death did, basically. Um Whereas what this does is it's an auto-cast ability with a cooldown and a mana cost. Um, cooldown goes from 16 to 12 to 8 to 4, so eventually it's real all the time.
1: Having the mana cost for this is a bit weird, but interesting.
0: No, it's not that weird. A lot of uh, a lot of these have mana costs. Hmm. I mean, like, all the orb attacks have mana costs. Hmm. Um, anyway... So it's a uh, attack ability, and it makes his right-click, in addition to doing its normal right-click damage, it will mini-stun for 0.3 seconds and apply a 4-second burn that deals 40 plus a percentage of your max HP as magic damage. I've played around with this. You're a fucking bully with this thing.
1: I imagine. I imagine.
0: Um, scorched Earth got a little, little nerf, and uh, Doom... Also got a longer cooldown,
1: and they increased his uh, attack time.
0: So one thing to note, though, with the removal of level death, he has no way to pop Lincoln's now. Yeah, I think that's a good call.
1: I think it's a good call considering what Doom is, and like, first of all, you should have a chance to block Doom with level death, with uh, Lincoln's if you yes like, that should be a possibility. But also, this is just yeah, gonna encourage teamwork, and that's a cool thing.
0: Totally. I think it's a great change. Um, Drow Ranger got a new ags. When she shoots an arrow with her right click, it will now split into two arrows, affecting two random targets nearby. The split arrows do 50% damage, but still have all their attack modifiers.
1: The primary target still takes full damage, to be clear. Right.
0: So it's a kind of a ranged cleave, basically. Yeah, it's but well I mean it's kinda it's, different.
1: It's Medusa split shot, basically, more or less.
0: Yeah, I guess.
1: Not quite as powerful, but that's interesting. Like I'm I'm Maybe it's the way I play Drow, but I would want to go for as much damage as possible, but I'd be willing to play around with this and see. I feel like it goes. gives
0: her some some much needed AoE presence. Her wave clear has been okay. This will make it way better. And yeah. in team fights, she's just like she's like Wind Ranger, right? She kills one person, and moves on to the next, and this yeah. gives her some way to affect a whole fight more.
1: Sure. And like I, I guess picking it up will be a ma- uh, like just match by match decision. Like right. oh, we need a bit more pushing power right now.
0: Which is what you I basically always want scepters to be. I yeah. don't ever want them to be no brainers.
1: Looking at you, Zane.
0: Yeah. Um. So Earth Spirit First of all as we mentioned He's in Captain's boat now Um, They nerfed his intelligence growth By a little bit Uh, They reduced the AOE on Boulder Smash and Geomagnetic Grip can't pull heroes unless you've got A Scepter. All of these are Sensible good changes
1: Yeah He's been considered OP for long and they've been steadily nerfing him a bit and, like, I guess they feel confident now in giving him the real shot to see how he holds up.
0: I think part of the reason he's been considered OP is because nobody's been invested in trying to counter him. As a person who's played a decent amount of Respirit, spirit, not a ton, but I've played a good handful of matches as a spirit and I like him and people bitch a lot because they don't know what's happening.
1: I, I also feel like... <sighs> He's frustrating to fight against, but even more than that, he he has tricky abilities, and it's gonna be really interesting to see how the balance holds up when someone who is really good at the game tries their hand at him.
0: For sure. Um, Elder Titan got a pretty huge buff to Earth Splitter. Yeah. So the uh, damage on Earth Splitter was rescaled from being thirty-five percent flat. On all ranks to thirty percent, forty percent, fifty percent. It uh, it has a rescaled mana cost, um, so that it's lower at rank one than it was, and then higher at rank three than it was. Hmm. And also, you can't block any of the damage with a uh, damage block on its shield.
1: Yeah, that's
0: that's not really that important. Yeah, like
1: but... it's the fifty percent. Oh, that's a lot.
0: 50, that's the 50% of your max health.
1: That's gonna be, like... 35% was already quite a bit, but it was hard enough to land. That's a lot of the time, by the time you did it, the ma- uh, the fight was decided. 50% is gonna be enough to turn even the latest of late-game fights.
0: <laughs> 50% is Ice Frog saying, no, fuck, you use this hero.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's like, no, seriously. <laughs> you're gonna use this.
0: <laughs> so... Ember Spirit, fire remnants no longer give vision. Thank you! Good job, let's all go home. Ice Ice Frog has done it again. Ember Spirit is now balanced. Perfect job, wonderful. Go fuck yourself.
1: (laughs) But this is a good change. I
0: don't think
1: it's... It's not nearly enough, but it's a good change.
0: He knows this was not nearly enough. What the fuck is he doing?
1: I don't know. I don't know.
0: It It pisses me off.
1: We'll see how the meta shakes
0: up. (laughs) I guess. Maybe he'll get nerfed just because of the other people being stronger, but, like... We'll see. I, we'll see what I happens. am not pleased. Yeah, um,
1: I, I'm... Next patch. Next patch. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> Enigma. <laughs> Idolans have increased movement speed. Malifis hits a little bit harder. Black Hole has a shorter cooldown. So he's got a little better push now, and also he's got just slightly better, you know, fight ability.
1: The Black Hole cooldown is just by 20 seconds on the highest rank, and that's not huge, but it's gonna let him fight a bit more often, at least, which is relevant in a recent really fighting meta. Mm
0: hmm. Faceless Void. So, removed from Captain's Mode temporarily because they did the other one of the other things. Like, this patch is a lot of things that this, I've been clamoring is, for is, for a long time.
1: This is one of the. The, the things that like I almost wanted us to open this this episode by just sh- proposing a toast to this change <laughs> so what they've did they've done here they've replaced backtrack
0: backtrack was such a bunch of bullshit <laughs> um so it's a completely different ability now called time dilation which is a sort of a close burst aoE from faceless void. It applies a debuff to all nearby enemies for a scaling amount of seconds from 6 to 9 that causes their cooldowns to stop progressing. And also, it reduces their movement and attack speed based on how many of those cooldowns you've locked.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's really interesting.
1: Yeah. Th- this I is, have. This is super cool. <laughs>
0: It's really, like, I almost feel like it's a bit much in how weird it is, but having played with it a little bit, this is another one of those abilities I tried out, in combination with some of his other changes, it's pretty solid.
1: He's probably going to be pretty strong, considering also they... While removing Backtrack, they kind of wanted to keep the thematic aspect of that to some uh-huh. extent. So now Time Walk undoes any damage taken in the last two seconds.
0: Now, last two seconds is not a long time. But, but... it
1: can be a long time in Dota. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes. Um, it's got a longer coo- it's got a, like, the cooldown starts off longer, but it scales much harder so that it quickly becomes an even shorter cooldown than before. Less mana cost. Smaller cast point.
1: No longer it's, slows anyone around him. when he Yeah, and
0: worked. also a shorter range, which was really important. He can't make these huge escapes. Yeah. But...
1: Like, so it used to go from 700 to 1300. Now it's just 550. Like, it, yeah. it never goes even as far as Rank 1 Time Walk used to. It's a yeah. really short blink. And I'm, I'm cool with that.
0: So let's talk about the biggest nerf in this game, in this patch. Let's talk about Huskar.
1: Berserker's blood. Maximum magic resistance reduced from 42, 56, 70, 84% to 20 to
0: 50%. That is, like... You can
1: actually damage him with magic, and he can no longer just, from the first rank of it, be like, no, fuck you.
0: It's... I love this change. That was brutal. Like...
1: That's brutal. Maybe Huskar is much.
0: just Huskar is just sitting on his bed with his hand on his forehead like, I don't even know what to do now. <laughs>
1: do keep in mind that the one of the new items that were added is going to be really fucking good for him.
0: Yeah, that's very true.
1: So we'll see how this works out, but it might be a bit much.
0: So, Invoker got a change that Reddit has been kicking around for a while. Uh, one of the most popular... I can't remember his name right now, and I'm sorry about that, but one of the most famous uh, Invoker players on Reddit suggested this set of changes, which is Invoker starts with Invoke at level 1, Invoke is now uh, 6, 11, 16 leveling up, like other ultimates, hmm. and at 25 he gets an extra, st- he gets an extra boost of stats. Yeah, because he, he, gets he doesn't have level that level He gets one
1: attribute boost that gives 6 to all stats. That's mm-hmm. not gonna really matter much, but
0: No, it's just, it's a nice, like, his early game is much better because he starts with Invoke. Yeah. He was a hero who, like, nobody in the game gave a shit about Invoker at level one. (laughs) Who cares? Um, And now he's, he's got a little better of a start. Um, Kanka.
1: Kanka, Kanka, Kanka.
0: I'm excited about this one.
1: I think most of these changes are good.
0: I think all of these changes are good. So, first off, he's got a scepter upgrade. Uh, the ghost ship will now drag enemies along that get clipped by the ship as it's going.
1: Also, it start, if you have the scepter, it starts on you rather than behind you, so you can aim that a bit better with the drag in mind. It yeah. still lands in the same position... Enemies are able to perform actions while being pulled by the real ship, which I'm yeah, not sure exactly how that would look.
0: It's like a drow's gust. Hmm. So.
1: Except it doesn't silence them, I assume? Right. So
0: but they, they, can, they can cast they can Yes, they can. But they're still gonna go for a fucking ride. Yeah. Um, Torrent now gives you vision of the area immediately upon casting it, not just when it goes off.
1: I like that change.
0: I like that change. Tidebringer is now autocast. Thank you. I've been asking for this for so long.
1: I I seem to recall that at one point we said that we wanted this change, but it might be too powerful if they did it. I don't think it's too powerful now. I
0: don't don't remember saying that. Because I don't think I I, would have said that.
1: I, 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 I believe we said so when he was better than he is now. When was that? I don't remember when it was, but I seem to have. Maybe I, maybe maybe I have had this conversation with you at some point. Maybe you're you said it to someone the only person else. I ever talk about the Dota
0: with. Call <laughs> Okay, that's fair. Um, and also, the mana cost on Ghost Ship went down by twenty-five at each rank.
1: Ah, so they, they they also they increase they increase time bringer damage bonus. Fuck you, fuck time bringer. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and also, they changed they changed its AOE a little bit, just the scaling on it. Yeah, um,
1: it's slightly lower on um, lower levels.
0: Yeah, well, it it ramps up now instead of just being five hundred, five hundred, five hundred, six hundred, which was yeah. weird. Um, so okay, Legion Commander. They made her scepter the dumb thing. They made her scepter the one v one me bro, and I've fucking unhappy about that (laughs) it's so stupid like okay so now it doesn't it's not endless it lasts 4.75 5.5 6.25 seconds and you and your target are immune to all damage from any source except for each other
1: Hmm. you can still CC each other yeah
0: but like god damn it don't fucking do this don't do this dumb shit (laughs) <laughs> like, I almost wonder if it's because Sorry for the MOBA crosstalk, But League of Legends hero Poppy Who used to have an ult where she would cast it on an enemy And then for a limited time Both she and the enemy could only damage each other Nothing else could hurt them I wonder if it's because they removed that from League of Legends And Icefrog was like eh, <laughs> I'm gonna put it into Dota <laughs> It's like, well you put it in in a dumb way Good Call job him.
1: Call it I don't think it's that.
0: The timing is suspect. And it's too stupid idea for him to come up with on his own.
1: I mean, I've seen this proposal on Reddit a lot of times, so... Exactly!
0: It's so stupid!
1: It's so stupid Reddit came up with it!
0: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um,
1: That's what we are saying, okay.
0: So, Lone Druid. Removed from Captain's Mode. Doesn't have Synergy anymore. Has a weird new ability instead.
1: Yeah. He has, if you've ever played an MMO, he has fear.
0: He has fear. He has Savage Roar. He casts it, and anyone within a 325 AoE of you or your bear are forced to run towards their fountain with 20% movement speed bonus This
1: is gonna create some wacky situations with pathfinding.
0: It's gonna be real strange. Um, At first, I thought it said with twenty percent movement speed, so they were running real slow. In which case, it would be amazing for setups. But no, they move faster. Yeah. So it's just a get off me. Yeah. Um. Fifty percent mana cost, so it doesn't cost very much. But also, Lone Drew doesn't have a ton of mana, so that makes sense. Um. And then his uh, synergy sort of buffs to himself and his bear are basically just baseline now.
1: Yeah, another one of these changes. It, it's it's a good idea. Remove those fucking passives,
0: Magnus. So they added a scepter to Magnus. Yeah. So that he's now the push king.
1: Changes in power to be an allied hero aura affects ranged heroes for half value and causes them to deal splash damage around the target in a 200 AOE. Can still be cast on units, but does not stack.
0: That's Holy disgusting. Shit. That's Holy terrifying.
1: Shit. Holy shit! No, not even, not even just for pushing. Like in team fights. Yeah. Like your your teammates don't have to have to buy Ballifury if you're near them with this.
0: But imagine if they still did.
1: I mean, sure, but like... <laughs> imagine freeing up that item slot.
0: That it works on ranged heroes is the part that's really messed up.
1: Yeah, but it's a very small AoE for them.
0: Uh, sure, but... I'm looking forward to trying this on a Wind Ranger. is all I'm saying. Yeah. Um... In Skewer, uh, the slow scales up to 40 instead of being baseline 40, but also it's longer lasting and you've got a better range ramp up now.
1: Yeah. Oracle. Is now in captain's mode. Yeah.
0: So you play Oracle. What do you make of these changes?
1: I mean, I... I, hmm. The part where Forge's End can target allies. Mm-hmm. It's pretty neat.
0: It's pretty powerful. Yeah. I mean, like, so... uh, It's not... Like, Fortune said it's his Q. It's the one that does a... uh, A purge, and then damage, and then a root. It's not going to do the damage or root on allies. You just have a free purge on them.
1: You have a free purge, and then you do the hostile effect around them. Mm Mm-hmm. So, that's going to be pretty powerful. Like... If someone's on your ally, you can do that and just turn it around. That's pretty good.
0: hmm But there's a bunch of there's been some cooldown and duration rescaling on all that stuff yeah, and cast there, range rescaling.
1: There's been a bunch of small nerfs on several of these abilities. The, the big thing, the big change other than Fortune's End here is that False Promise no longer continually dispels after the initial cast, which is, I mean, that's probably a good idea. Let's be honest.
0: I, yeah, it's just. I, mean, like...
1: I, I I think I think Oracle has lost something in all of these nerves. I think most of them made sense. I think they're gonna have to give him something in return at some point. Yeah, but I don't think any of the individual changes have been bad ideas.
0: Fair, fair. Od is super different now. Yeah. So astral imprisonment no, no longer steals intelligence. It is a like it scales up to being slightly longer range. It has a slightly different cooldown. It is always four seconds, and it does magic damage.
1: Yeah. So in an was, AOE, I'm 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 honestly shocked that they didn't remove him from captor's mode with this change.
0: Me too. Um. Yeah. Now it's a pretty pretty powerful nuke, actually. Yeah. Um. And it's an AoE nuke, and his his Ags still makes it so that everyone gets Astral imprisoned afterwards, so that they're going to take that added damage after the ult ends. Yeah. And also they won't be able to blink out of it. And also Arcane Orb now steals intelligence. and
1: They've reduced his intelligence growth by a decent amount to compensate for this, but I think this is a pretty strong, strong buff to him.
0: I think, yeah, I think he is going to be. Like, at least people are going to try. Like, pros are going to try and see if he's now a good mid hero. So, we'll like,
1: see. the part where Astral Imprisonment deals damage at the end of it is going to be huge. Because, you know, before you couldn't, like, you couldn't cast that and then go in on someone because they were just going to blink out. But now you can just do that and then rush in around them. And what are they going to do? unless yeah. they're magnus and then you get RP'd. That was a bad idea. Why did you do that?
0: Yeah. There are there are situations in which it's a bad call, but like it is way better at what I feel like it was always supposed to do.
1: Yeah the The old ability was super weird and now it's interesting and can probably do something that feels good to do.
0: So Pudge. They reworked the scepter on him so yeah. that uh it reduces the cooldown of Meat Hook to four seconds and does way more damage. And you're thinking, well, like, oh alright, at least he can no longer be carry pudge. At least they they got rid of that part where Dismember heals him and also does a percentage of his strength. No, that's just baseline now.
1: It's baseline. It's so good. I actually it's... like this. I hate it. I mean I think I think it's probably too good, but I like the concepts at least.
0: Sure. I think I, that's, yeah, I that's a more that.
1: interesting scepter upgrade than the old one, which was just now you are invincible.
0: <gasps> I mean, like, and I guess, like, I bet we're going to see a little of him in pro play now. It's been a long time since we saw that.
1: Yeah, and I, I like seeing Pudge in pro play, so.
0: But I don't like how Pudges in my fucking games are going to be. They're <laughs> going to be the worst. Uh... So. Time for a hero that I initially thought I liked the changes on, and then I read it some more and realized I hated them. Riki. He's been removed from Captain's Mode. Yay! <laughs> they got rid of Backstab. It's now just part of Permanent Invisibility. Hmm? But he doesn't have the health regen on Permanent Invisibility, which yeah. is good. Uh, Blink Strike is also now a basic ability and doesn't have charges.
1: I really liked that change. I hated how good Blink Strike was.
0: As and also how weird it felt. Yeah. Um his new ultimate is way, way, way better.
1: His new ultimate is sleight of fist.
0: Yes. It is a five second long sleight of fist. Fuck you. God yeah. damn it. So yeah. he disappears from the world for three to four to five seconds, depending on ranks and every enemy with an AoE around him he hits as it starts and then again every second while he's gone
1: he he might be a really, he, he might be a really good fighter now
0: he might be a really good fighter now what he's going to be is disgusting and incredibly frustrating to fight
1: yeah probably what's the cooldown like on this one
0: it's uh 90 to 70 seconds like it's significant but like
1: it's a decent cooldown. It There's might
0: a- be okay. It might be okay with that cooldown. But that's a- really fucked up.
1: There's a reason they remove these heroes from Captain's mode when they do this.
0: Yeah. I just... Don't make people invincible! Don't do that! Yeah. I don't get I- it.
1: I-, I, f- I think that's more okay when it's on this longer a cooldown. Slight of Fist is just fucked because it's like all the time. Yeah, but, yeah. They
0: al- so they also reduced his his adri- agility and strength gain, and his base armor, and also smoke screen no longer fucks with your turn rate because that was bullshit.
1: Yeah, that that part was just frustrating.
0: Um, so that's something. Um, Sand King.
1: His ha- has a real cool new scepter.
0: Is that what you think? Yeah. Okay, we'll talk about it.
1: His new scepter doubles Burrow Strike cost range and applies caustic finally poison to heroes. Right. I love Burrow Strike. I want a long, longer cast range Burrow Strike.
0: But for that cost, I don't think that's good enough. I mean Okay, at that point it's basically blink dagger range. I well, guess you could basically get this instead of a blink dagger. Yeah. But
1: And I I I I I think that's gonna be cool. I I think you're gonna have to make the choice if you can afford it, but I think it's gonna be good when you can. Yeah. Also, they they buffed his base strength and whatever, and they increased the B- cosmic Finale low from twenty five percent to thirty percent. Yeah.
0: So, Shadow Fiend got a new uh, scepter upgrade to distract from the fact that they nerfed him. Um. <laughs> so now, requiem of souls. The the soul waves that you send out now return back. They only deal 40% damage of the w- on the way back, and any damage that they do on the way back will heal you, but only done to heroes.
1: That's going to be a pretty cool visual, isn't it?
0: It's going to be very cool. I don't think it will be very good. It'll be okay. It might make up for the fact that Shadow Rays costs more mana, that he's got le- less base armor and also they change the jungle to fuck that guy over.
1: So wait, base armor reduced by one. Does he have any base armor now?
0: I think he has two, so now he's got one.
1: (laughs) He's been at zero before. I know that that's been a thing.
0: I don't think he's at negative one. (laughs) Hang on. Hang on. No,
1: he's not at negative one. Of course not. That would be absurd. It's
0: It's possible to go negative armor. That's a thing in this game. Yeah,
1: but I doubt they would ever set it as a default. Johnny, yeah,
0: I just looked. He's at negative one. <laughs> no, I checked. No, he's at negative one now.
1: You're fucking with me. I'm
0: seriously not.
1: Oh, that's good. That's good. Oh,
0: that's really funny.
1: <laughs> okay, okay.
0: Fuck that guy. He's been too strong for too long.
1: He he is. I enjoy seeing him, but he's been there's been too much of him.
0: Mm-hmm. I uh, mean, I feel like ever since his rework. Mm. Um, so
1: Silencer
0: Jesus Christ Okay, I, I like this I, I, I do too I think it might be too good But I'm, I'm ready for silencer carry To be godlike um, F- File this in the category of And you didn't remove this from captain's mode Right so curse the silent is gone Instead he's got an ability called Arcane curse Which does damage over time And any time they cast a spell, the duration will be increased. Yeah. And if they get silenced, the the, the, the debuff is like, oh, okay, I'll wait. No damage, no duration, it just waits. Yeah,
1: it just just pauses. It doesn't deal any damage, but the duration stops ticking down. (laughs) So (laughs) So disgusting.
0: So I wonder if that means that his Ags will now apply that.
1: That would be interesting. That would be really interesting.
0: I just... This is so fucked up. It's a bad thing to do.
1: (laughs) What if his Ag still applies Curse of the Silent and it's the only way to use it?
0: That would be funny. (laughs) That Um, would be funny. (laughs) So... Also, Glaives of Wisdom is no longer a unique attack modifier. Huge buff for this man.
1: Yes, yes, yes. And as much as I like... As much as I like support as well, carry silencer is fun to play.
0: And it makes, like, a guy who gets bonus intelligence every time someone near him dies, being a support, is weird. He
1: he, ma- he makes a lot of sense for, like, not a position one, but, like, a ganking carry position two or three.
0: Yeah, I agree. Um, Terrorblade, we mentioned, is in Captain's boat now, without no, any changes. No
1: other changes. That's gonna be interesting.
0: It's glorious. Um... He's still real squishy, but boy, um, Tidehunter has new AGs, so that his Gush is now a skill shot that hits an AOE.
1: I, I think it's it's a ground targeted wave that travels for eighteen hundred range. Uh, as I read it, like it doesn't get obstructed if it hits someone. It just
0: right like right. damages
1: and slows everyone it, uh, in that wave.
0: Totally. That's like Magnus's cool. shockwave. Thing. Yeah, it's weird, um, and also some minor rescaling to Ravage, Stun, and Anchor Smash. That they're not changing much; they're just rounding off some numbers.
1: Apparently, Ravage Stun at max range was two point seventy seven seconds.
0: Yeah, it's one of those. Like, there are a lot of abilities in this game. Like another ones, other ones that we admitted were stuff like Lion, where they had durations on their things that were. 0.00, you know, like, two digits past yeah. the decimal. And that's just dumb.
1: Yeah. Okay, so this. Now we come to what is probably our favorite change of the patch. Maybe. Craggy exterior now triggers an attack's landing rather than on start.
0: Get fucked, Tiny. You piece of shit. Fucking I like finally. you as a hero, but that ability was such horseshit and has caused me so much pain in my life.
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, like, seriously... Just how many times just over this last tournament, the Summit 4, that you saw a tiny just through situations that he shouldn't because the the, the killing blow got uh, craggy stairs done multiple times. Just stop.
0: Yeah. So, okay. Tusk got nerfed. We all knew he was going to get nerfed. That's great. Yeah. He didn't get nerfed in the one way I was sure he was going to get nerfed.
1: Which was that?
0: He's got less movement speed by now by 5. Ice Shards hit a little bit less hard. Snowball can't pull people out of Black Hole or Chronosphere and has smaller gather radius. Ice Shards still last for 7 seconds. Hmm. I don't know how he let that one through.
1: I mean, maybe they just really like Ice Shard like it is and want to compensate on different things.
0: Ice Shard like it is is so insanely powerful, though.
1: Yeah, but like... Dota is fine with that, as long as the hero as a whole is is balanced.
0: I feel like that hero with Ice Shards alone, like, if he had no other abilities, would be good. Oh, come on. Like, I know that's an absurd statement, but seriously, seven seconds? It's a lot. It's... I feel like it's still too good. Um, and who knows, maybe we'll see more changes. Um, Ursa... You can't Purge and Rage anymore. And also, he's got a new Scepter upgrade. Shorter cooldown on the ult, and he can hit it while disabled.
1: That's going to be pretty good.
0: That's really, yeah, that's really, really good.
1: An 18-second cooldown with the Ags on the highest rank.
0: Yeah, that's very, very powerful. Yeah, Um, that's like
1: multiple times a fight. (laughs)
0: Yeah, and I'm, I'm totally down with this. You're going to have to sacrifice the slot for it, so like, stomp, like Pub Stomp Ursus, it's not going to affect their gameplay because they're not going to get an ags. they They're going to be like, why get an axe? Why can't I get a third heart? But, um, yeah.
1: So, it, it, Vengeful Spirit got an ags, and this might be one of my favorite ags in the game, just conceptually. It's very cool. When she dies, she spawns a Vengeance Illusion that deals 50% damage, takes 150% damage, and is able to use all of her abilities. The Vengeance Illusion lasts until she revives
0: or until you kill it, of course. Yeah. And it still gives you the Nether, nether swap bonuses. Yeah. So I feel like this is like this is a perfect way to very elegantly give her like give a buff to both the classic support Venge and the increasingly popular carry Venge. Mm.
1: Though this is going to be less good for carry Venge because it's like 50% damage
0: is a sure
1: bad deal for a carry.
0: But when you're dead and you're still able to deal damage, that's a good thing for a carry.
1: That's a good thing for anyone.
0: <laughs> yes. So, I'll make this quick. Windranger got some changes. Shackle shot feels less bullshit
1: Shackle shot is now disjointable That yes please
0: But it also flies faster Sure And I... the angle that it will latch at is in- reduced a little Yeah. Also power shot doesn't slow down When it hits units anymore It just keeps going full speed So I think the sum total of these things I'm fine with As a wind ranger player These changes seem very reasonable to me
1: This is, this is not an overall nerf of any significant size It's just removing one really bullshit thing
0: Yeah, it's just making Shackle Shot feel more fair.
1: I mean, honestly, that that you can blink and it just still follows you is really dumb.
0: (laughs) I agree. So, Winter Wyvern is dead.
1: Winter Wyvern is removed from Captain's Mode and is nerfed to hell and back. Yeah. The Winter's Curse primary and secondary units are now immune to all damage from their enemies. Winter's Curse secondary units now have fifty attack speed bonus. Winter's Curse AoE has been increased, the cooldown has been increased, and the duration has been increased.
0: So the clearly the intent of this change is Ice Frog and the team did not like that Winter's Curse was being used as a stun and as a disable they wanted it used so that you targeted a person and it was like berserker's call and you killed that person that yeah. is what they wanted now here's the thing right it sucks now
1: it kind of does like i it, this this seems like they they tried several times to keep it so that you could so, to keep it without doing this and like keeping it balanced and they clearly couldn't. Yeah. And now they just went, okay, we're hammering this down and then we're gonna see about how we can fix it later.
0: I mean, if nothing else, you need more like you need more of an attack speed boom bonus than that. I don't think 50 is enough if you're gonna do that. Like, that's such a Big fucking nerf to that girl. And and not, not only that, like, you're also nerfing, like, the only other two changes you're doing are also nerfs. Yeah. Cold Embrace has a longer cooldown now. Arctic Burn has a slower ramp up on that slow.
1: Yeah, I feel like this is just them, like, nerfing her so that they can bring her back up later after seeing some testing with her.
0: I feel like this is them beating her with a shovel. It's fucked up.
1: It is kinda of fucked up, but it's just the reality of like, no, we don't we can't figure this out immediately, so we're going to just make sure that she's not a problem competitively right now, and then we'll I, deal with it.
0: I guess. I mean, like, well, they could have just removed her from captain's mode then. I mean, like they didn't have to do all this. Yeah, or like, or they I... could've or they could have done the opposite. Like I like you said, like, they're gonna make more changes. Remove her from captain's mode when you make more changes. I don't know why she's not in captain modes right now when she's Bad now. I
1: think I think that's just signaling that she is still under extremely experimental development. So you like, think
0: that's just their their code for the player base?
1: Yeah, both for competitive and uh, and casual is like no, she is going to be changed again. Like this is not final.
0: I mean, Terribly didn't get changed again?
1: No, but uh, No, but, like, they they did an experimental change, and then they saw how it worked out, and because they thought it worked out, they moved him back in. This is clearly not gonna work out, and they are going to change it again before they move her back in. I am sure of it.
0: I hope so. It's so brutal.
1: Like, at the very least, this is them going, let's see how this works out, and then we're gonna use that data to, uh, to improve on this situation.
0: I mean, like... Yeah. I don't know. I... I hope you're right. Right there's, now, there, it's just...
1: There's no such thing as Ice as being like, no, we're going to nerf this hero because I want it to be useless. That doesn't exist.
0: I know that's not it, but I think he has ideas about what's useful that sometimes everyone else does not agree with.
1: Sure, but, like, th- that's why they, like, for example, the... Elder Titan buff that we see in this patch is him going like, okay, the meta isn't catching on to this in the way I thought it would, so we're going to do a more significant gesture in its direction to make people go there.
0: That's fair, and there are a number of changes that we didn't talk about. Like there are some buffs to coddle and stuff that are like, like I I heard someone refer to them as like pay attention to be buffs, right? Yeah,
1: like that that is super common within. uh within competitive games like I, I it, it is known that I played Netrunner for a long time and that was one of the f- things that they would do there is like okay this card that is released is powerful but nobody is noticing it so we're gonna release a card that synergizes with it to make people look, look at it more closely
0: hmm. like yeah that. I mean like another example of one of those like pay attention to me buffs is uh, Sven Ags is is now, it used to be 50, 75, 100% aura bonus damage. Now it's 75, 100, 125% bonus damage to all his allies near him.
1: Yeah, that's, and that's a lot.
0: That's a lot, but it's also just like, hey, this Ags was always good. Pay attention.
1: Yeah, yeah. It... No, totally. That's a super common strategy, and a lot of it is like, you can do that while still like keeping the number and like doing gradual changes to make sure things don't go out of control. Yeah, and this this is like them removing win- uh, Winter Wyvern from Captain's Mode is them being very clear about like yes, we know that this is drastic. This is the this is a drastic experimental change flag.
0: I just like. I really like Winter Wyvern. Yeah, I do as
1: well. I, but we both know that it was a problem like it was.
0: Yeah, I guess it was. I don't know. I...
1: I, I'm looking forward to the day when they figure out what to do with her.
0: Yeah. That's a good thing to say. I... I am too.
1: And... Th- that goes for Oracle as well. Like they added him to Captain's boat. I don't think that he's done yet. Like, I I, I think that th- this is them going. Fuck it. We we need to test how this current version works. Yeah. Uh, like I, I Oracle has not felt the same since the initial changes after the after the port, and he was too good as it was, but it's still he still lost something there, and it, like. At some point it's better to have a few super underpowered heroes than to have overpowered heroes, but you still want want to get them back to feeling good to play yeah and right. in, a, in a game with over 100 heroes that's a constant process
0: yeah well, all right folks this has been our uh our six point eight six patch note special here on Bottle crow. Um, do you have any bottle- closing
1: thoughts? Before we close this out, over the of the patch as a whole,
0: I, I'm, I wonder if Arcane Ruin is going to turn out to be the single biggest thing.
1: I think it's going to be pretty big. I, I think Ar- it's going to be pretty big. I think the biggest thing competitively is the heroes that is that are suddenly not part of the competitive ma- competitive pool anymore. Yeah. Like, that more than any of the direct changes, just that they removed people from the pool is gonna change up the meta a lot, I think.
0: Yeah, that's true. I, uh... I am curious to see how all this works out.
1: Sorry for interrupting you. I thought it was kinda important.
0: Yeah, no, totally. Um, so, you can find Bottle Crow on iTunes... And any ratings or reviews you wanted to offer there would be appreciated. You could also tell your friend about us, because it's really the only way we have to spread the word. Um, a big thanks to Reddit user Pomodi for use of his Harmonies of New Bloom Music Pack, which we use as our intro and outro music. If you have any questions or comments, you can send them to BottleCrow at gmail.com. BottleCrow Bottle Podcast, I always get that wrong. Crow podcast yes, you do. at gmail.com. Or you can tweet it at us at, at BottleCrow. Uh, I am at 6264 on Twitter also if you want to get in contact with me there. And um, we are part of the Scanline Media Network at scanlinemedia.com where we do video game criticism. And we've got a Patreon at patreon.com slash scanlinemedia if you wanted to contribute. All money goes towards software and hardware for getting more coverage, not for pockets. Um, Thanks everybody for your time, and uh, we'll see you in a week and a half.
1: Later.